Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perik Chaf, Pasuk Aleph, Vayishma Pashkud Ben Omer HaKohen. And before we do that, let us dedicate our learning this morning to the Elias Neshama of Aryeh Leib Ben Yisrael, the father-in-law of our prized Talmud and engineer, Danny Agus, the Neshama should have an Aliyah. He should continue to be a Melitz Yosher to his family, all Klai Yisrael. So we saw yesterday a very strange phenomenon where Yermiel is told to give a prophecy. It is a very dire, dark, gloomy, doomsday prophecy in the Valley of Gehinnom. Uh, it is site-specific. Gehinnom is right outside the walls of Yerushalayim because it is Gehinnom where the most vile, objectionable Avodah Zara ever invented was practiced, specifically the sacrifice of one's children, passing them through the molech. As we said yesterday, the Ramban says, yes, this is literal. B'nai Yisrael did this. Other Mephosh and Rashi Radak says, no, they did not go that far. But in any way, the Navi delivers a devastating prophecy of payback and destruction. Then, after he finishes his nevuah in Gehinom, he obviously feels, Yermiyahu, that it is not going to get the publicity or the um, persuma, as it were, among the people. And so taking it on himself, uh, the Pasuk Yudalit in yesterday's parish, Yutes says, Tofes, which is the name for Gehinom, Hashem, which is Kodesh Baruch who sent him. An important phrase. He goes on his own, he stands in the courtyard of the temple, he repeats it to the entire nation with, as we're going to see, disastrous consequences. Just to repeat the Malbin we read yesterday, that he came into the Chatzar. Ritzono Lomar Hashem Shlacho Rakshin Abay Batofes. His mandate was to preach in Gehinom. V'sham Hayosh Shaluach Hashem. That's where he was sent. Nothing further. Where he takes it upon himself and delivers the prophecy a second time. He did it on his own volition. And as we can see, it brings terrible consequences, where because he did it on his own, he doesn't have the guaranteed protection of the Kapodish Rahu. And so now, Perikhov begins by Yishma Pashhud ben Omar HaKohen. Pashhud, who is the son of Omar HaKohen, who parked Neged Bebeis Hashem. He is, some say, the Skan Kohen Gadol, the Vice Kohen Gadol. Here the Apostle says he is basically the administrator 
of the whole base Hamikdash. He hears He hears this prophecy, and he is outraged. What he does, Pasuk Beis Vayakeh, Pashkut Es Hanavi. He smacks him. He physically hits him. He puts him in jail. There was a stockade in the gate of Binyamin, on the upper chambers, which is in the base Hamikdash. Who is Pashkur? And if you think about it, the sight of a Kohen Gadol publicly smacking and beating up the outstanding Navi of the past 40 years just shows how low B'nai Yisrael has sunk. And we learn from Midrashim, Pasha was a very evil, venal man. Let me direct your attention to the Gemara in Kedushin, Daf Ayin Amud Beis, Omar Rav Yosef. Uh, 400 slaves, some say 4,000, belong to Pasha. Obviously, he accumulated a great deal of wealth. All of them, what he did, this man, Pasha, all of his slaves married daughters of Kohanim. He would pass off these slaves as Kohanim, and it completely destroyed for years the genealogy of the Kohuna. He just mixed up the Kohanim with non-Kohanim, that it destroyed the genealogical lines. Moreover, the Gemara says, And we have a tradition. Any Kohanim or Kohen who is brazen, arrogant, is descended from one of those slaves of posture. Furthermore, Abaye shows us we're going to see that he's cursed by Yirmiyot, that he will go to Bavel, he will never return, he will not be buried in Israel, which is a big embarrassment. But Abaye says, Kulo that in the time of Shmuel, which is hundreds of years later, the families of Pashtur still lived in the um, city of Nahardea but they are genealogically impure. And this is the result of Pashtur. And so now what he does, he puts him in jail. And some say it's not just jail, like he puts him in a cell. What he does is he puts him in the equivalent of a stockade with his arms straight through a thing and his legs in another and he's locked in there. He is totally humiliated. Vayhimi Macharas, the next morning, Vayotse Pashkut es Yemiyo. Pashkut releases Yemiyo Minama Pechet from the jail. Vayomere love Yemiyo, lo Pashkut Kurayi Yeshmecha. Your name will no longer be Pashkut. Pashkut has a Pash, an importance, a, a nobleman. Instead, you will be called. 
is you are threatened, surrounded with threats, with fear, fear of death, fear of imprisonment. Your whole occupation will change. He Hashem. I am giving you over to captivity, you, Pashtur, and all your followers. You will fall under the sword. You will live to see this. I will give all of Judea in the hands of Nebuchadnezzar. Some will die by the sword. Others will go into exile. Moreover, I will give every piece of wealth of the city Hazos, of Jerusalem. Ves call ye gia, its treasures. Ves call ye kora, its valuables. Ves call otros, its treasuries of Malchai Yehuda. Attain biyad ayvehem uvazuzam. I will give them for booty to your enemies. Lekachum vehviam bavela. They will be taken to Babel, and we know that was the case. You will go into exile. You will go to exile. You will not come back here. You will die there. That's a big humiliation. You will not even come back to be buried in Judea. All of you who have prophesied falsely with lies to B'nai Yisrael. Now the Kaddish Baruch Hu will hear Yermion give one of those increasingly prevalent and heartfelt cries from the heart where it comes the bitterness of his spirit in what he is doing. We know Yermion did not want to be a Navi. We know Yermion defies that um, that codification of the Rambam that a Navi must be besimcha. There is nothing besimcha in terms of the Navi. And so now he cries to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Pitisani Hashem ve'efes chizaktani v'atucha. You have overpowered me. You have just overcome my strength. You have overcome my resistance. I don't want to do this. You have made me the butt of derision and, and humiliation all day long. They hate me. They are sarcastic to me. I don't like what I am doing. Because when I yell at them, and that is my nevoah, when I yell at them, treachery, Corruption, that's what you are doing. And so out of that, I get humiliation and attacks and brutal libels against me all day because I am telling him what you have told me to tell them. And I've said to myself, I do not want to hear any more of this. I do not want to speak any further in the name of the Kaddish Baruch However, still, the Navuos are in my heart like flames 
Utzur ba'atzmosi, locked in my bones, vilin eisi chalkeh of lo uchal. And I can't, no matter what I feel, what I want to do in my mind, my heart won't let me do it. I am bound to give over your prophecies. Kishamati dibas rabim, and when I hear the slander of the many, and we've seen some of it, that uh, he is involved in Znus, he's involved in Avodah Zorah, he's involved in um, Gilu Arroyos, Mogor Misaviv Higidu Vinegdeu Kol Enos, everyone surrounds me, Shlomi, Shomri, Tzali, they are waiting for me to trip, they are looking for me to stumble, and then when I stumble, they can seize upon it. Maybe he will trip, and now we can get him. And we will get our revenge. We are going to catch him. We are going to see him do something. And what we're going to do in our revenge, yes, we're going to poison him. We're going to destroy him. Hashem Osiki Gibor, and yet says Yemir the Kaddish Baruch who protects me like a valiant soldier, or Ritz Al Kainrok Bayi Kashlu, the Loyal and therefore my enemies will fail. They will not be able to do that. Boshu Ma'od, they will be humiliated. They will not ever be able to bring it down, and it will never be forgotten the treachery they seek to impose on me. And you, Kaddish Baruch Hu, you see into even the most righteous of us, our thoughts, in our innards, in our hearts. You know what we are thinking. When will I see your vengeance? He is summoning the Kaddish Baruch Hu to vengeance. There doesn't seem to be anything forgiving here. Because I have disclosed to you all that they are pursuing me with, all that they are fighting me with. Shiru Hashem, hallelujah Hashem, glory be to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, ki hitzilas nefesh evyon miyad meroim, who saves the poor from those who seek to do him harm. Now, having said this, nonetheless, Yermio indulges in a terrible, terrible recrimination against the Kaddish Baruch Hu for Yermio's life, for having been born. Mephoshim say there is nothing like it anywhere in the Vim, except maybe for Eov, which I'm not mistaken, Yermio has the credit for writing, Nothing is violent, and that the only reason he gets away with this, because it is excessive, as we're going to see, is because a tzaddik, they say, sometimes if he's speaking out of the deep anguish of his heart, will get cut some slack, as it were. The Kaddish Baruch Hu will give him room, will understand the nature of his bitterness. And so now here it comes. Arur hayom asher yolatibo. Cursed be the day I was born. Yom asher yolatani imi, the day my mother gave birth to me. Ayihi baruch. There is nothing blessed about it. It should not be considered a happy day. Arur ha'ish asher b'sher esavi. Cursed is the man who ran to my father with news of the birth. Lemor yolatlach ben zachar. You've given birth to a male child. Sameach simchaso. We are so happy. Rejoice in it. No. 
May that man be like the cities that will be destroyed and that Hashem will take no pity. He will hear screams and cries of anguish in the morning and the sounds of war and destruction in the afternoon. I should have been killed in my mother's womb and her womb would be my tomb for eternity. Why did I emerge from my mother's womb, the rose omo, the yogon, to see this suffering and pain, the yichlu, the yamai, and live in total humiliation for the rest of my life? It is very tough, it is very strict, it's very depressing. And if you come 8.45 a.m. tomorrow, you will see it does not get much better. I'd